0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, a resource to equip and encourage leaders to make disciples who make disciple makers. I'm your host, Chris Swain, here with Robbie Gallaty, the pastor of Long Hollow Baptist Church, founder and president of Replicate Ministries. Today on the podcast, we will be discussing a pretty interesting title. I'm pretty excited about it. It's called The Four Soils of a Disciple's Heart. Four Soils of a Disciple's Heart. It's an incredible title. Uh, whoever's doing our titling deserves a raise, I believe. Um, I think you made that. In one addition, up. <laughs> I'm i just think That was yours. Uh, You're was based one on good title, good- t- by the way. And that's my one good. Yeah, my my typical titles are pretty awful. Yeah. I like straightforward and basic. Yeah. And you like a little flourish, a little purple prose in your titles, so to speak. I like to grab people's attention rather than kind of blah. I just like to tell them what we're going to say. Okay. Well, there you <laughs> go. Between the two, uh, that's Hemingway style. Just tell them stuff. Okay. He was one of the greatest writers of all time. I don't know why we're talking about it, but moving right along. Let's talk about Jesus, a better, Let's teacher, a better <laughs> teacher. Let's talk about preacher. the Maybe he's the greatest writer of all time, but he never wrote a book, according to the Church of Latter-day Saints commercials. <laughs> you ever seen those before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why we're talking yeah. about that. but Anyway, in the, th- the Latter-day Saints already. We have even started yet. <laughs> God. Uh, what, one of the things that I think is uh, pretty interesting is when you, uh, you recently preached on this topic and yeah. you're talking about a parable, and in this parable – of the sower, we have different types of seed, different types of soil. Really, seeds the same. Seeds representing God's word. Yeah. Um, and I'll let you get into that and explain some of that. But I think what we want to talk about on the podcast here is, as a disciple maker, as someone who's investing in others, we're trying to figure out one, where is our heart currently, mm-hmm. and how is God trying to speak to us, and yeah. two, how can we as disciple makers help those we're discipling know where they're at and how to move, maybe from. One soil to another, so to speak.
1: Yeah, because for years uh, this is the this is a, probably a familiar passage for some. Matthew 13 uh, is the passage we're going to study. Uh, parable of the sower and the seed, and um, it's it's always been called the sower and the seed, but it's actually wrongly represented. It should actually it should be called the parable of the soils. That's uh, really what it should be called. Now, is it, that
0: your opinion, or is that so, is that based on some scholarly study you've done?
1: Well, uh, it's based on what Jesus says. Oh, there you go. Je- Jesus <laughs> actually says the soils are your heart. Okay, gotcha, okay, so, gotcha. Because, right. here's why: because the sower is the same, yeah. and the seed is the same. Okay, it's the soils that are different. That's just basic. Wow. That feel, ex- that sounds Jesus. like a tweetable
0: quote. Yeah, the soil or, or the sower is the same. Yeah, the sower and the seed is the same. But the soils are different. Yeah,
1: and here's the thing about parables, and particularly this parable. If you interpret this parable wrongly from the beginning, you set yourself off on a trajectory to to misunderstand the truth of the parable. And what's
0: interesting is you would contend that we have perhaps defined this wrongly, maybe, uh, pastors have preached on it, even yourself, even in myself. a different way that might be less accurate. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's a good way to put that. That's a nice way to put that. I would say for years, I have preached this, in my opinion now, incorrectly. Mm-hmm. In fact, when you're listening, you're going to hear this and say, I don't know if I agree with that. I've never mm-hmm. heard that before. Nobody said that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have three or four reputable sources uh, that would side with this interpretation, mm-hmm. But again, the sources would be from a Hebraic yeah. Eastern perspective that, unfortunately, many of the listeners are not reading, so you're never right. going to hear this, okay? So just because you've never heard it mm-hmm. uh, this way, um, I just want you to be open to it. Okay, yeah. so let's just talk about parables in general, yes. okay, so we know, and then we're going to get into this, unpack it. A parable, whenever you start, and you're probably saying, why am I listening to this parable talk on a discipleship podcast? Here's why because we're gonna talk about the four different conditions of every heart in your congregation, in your discipleship group. Right, You're gonna come in contact with all of these different types of soils throughout your
0: ministry. And your heart is in one of these four conditions. So we always wanna start, especially when we talk about being a disciple, you have to be a disciple to make disciples. So it's making sure we're looking at our own heart, determining where we are at, before we can even begin to help and assess those around us. And
1: I would even say you will you will transition into different soils throughout your life. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because let's be honest, at sometimes you're way more productive than others. Right. Sometimes you're more busy than others. Sometimes your heart is more shallow than others. Uh, sometimes your heart is more hardened than others. And
0: a question I would have is, and I think it's a great question, is could I be in a position where maybe I'm in a healthy state in terms of Interacting with other people, but have a hardened heart when it comes to an issue that some people deal with and that I don't know. Okay, let's hold that. You're getting no. way ahead. Know, that is a great I'm just insight. trying to give you a little teaser. I'm giving a little
1: teaser for later on the podcast. You have jumped the gun. All right, let's get back to the <laughs> okay. parable. Okay, okay, let me tell you how parables work, and this is crucial. Uh, whenever interpreting a parable, which was the common rabbinic way that the sages and the rabbis taught, you got to understand, Jesus didn't invent parables. He did not come on the scene and start speaking in parables. Uh, no one ever heard teaching. a parable
0: before, and then he broke the first one out. Yeah, no, that's not, not the, case. Not yeah, the yeah,
1: case. No, no, no. They, they were rabbis, or they, they were called sages before, rabbis after. But sages in the past of Israel taught with parables. Uh, rabbis after did as well. A parable was a way to teach a heavenly truth with earthly circumstances, okay? So you were going to give a heavenly insight with earthly circumstances or earthly elements that they were I feel like
0: that goes back to why my titling process is better, because we're giving some great biblical truth right. with an earthly, simple-to-understand title. But I don't want to get us off track. Go on back to the parable. Yeah, but keep the problem is
1: nobody cares. You <laughs> could be right, and no one could care <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Like, if that's you titled this podcast— uh, The Four f- Soils. Four Soils. Yeah, not as good. Nobody cares about that. That's true. The four soils of a disciple-maker's heart strong. or discipleship. Yeah, that's, I, I that's would say that strong. maybe. Okay. Okay. So a parable, and here's the key, a parable has one meaning, one truth. Really? One point. Okay. Now, that's that's going to catch some people. I was gonna, you, that okay. caught me off guard. Yeah, right. Coach, I've heard
0: you, you say it before, and I'm still caught off guard. Okay. Here's here's
1: what here's why. What I mean is this. there There could be a lot of application points mm. from the parable, a lot of them. But a parable is always taught to prove one truth. Uh, okay. okay. Here's the second thing we need to understand about parables. Most of the time, Jesus teaches a parable on the heels of an event. Mm. This is crucial. So you got to understand, the gospel writers organize the gospels yeah. around certain events in the life of Jesus. Luke is the only one who has any semblance of chronology. The rest of them are not in order of how it happened. Yeah. And even Luke gets it out of order a lot of times. But, but you got to understand, when Matthew is placing Matthew 13, the first parable, behind Matthew 12, where Jesus just got rejected for, uh, but they said, you're the devil. Mm. You're not God, you're the devil. And they basically cut themselves off from receiving the message of the gospel. Jesus immediately pulls the boys aside and says, hey, let me tell you a parable. And that begins Jesus's parable or parabolic ministry. Yeah. Okay, now here's what's interesting about the parables. Parables are meant to conceal and reveal. Mm. They're meant to reveal truth. Okay. They're going to give an insight, but they're also meant to conceal the secrets of the kingdom. Jesus's words, red letter here, from those who are hearing, but don't hear Mm. seeing, but don't see. Okay, so I think what happens if you have a Bible, write a line of demarcation from chapter 12 to chapter 13. That is when the ministry of Jesus shifts.
0: Hmm. Okay,
1: yeah, Matthew 12 to 13, here's why. They just rejected him, the religious leaders, the Pharisees, the scribes, the Sadducees, they're like, you're not of God, you're of the devil. And when you cut yourself off from the only means by which you can be saved, Mm -hmm. there is no other option for you. Mm -hmm. So Jesus then speaks in parables to the 12, to give them insights of the kingdom. Okay, so that's the backstory. It's good. Matthew chapter thirteen is the first parable, the first of many. Now, here's a pop quiz: How many parables do you think Jesus taught
0: in his ministry? I'm going to throw out somewhere in the twenties. Okay, that's is that g- accurate? No, that's not. That's not, not even accurate. close. Not Fourteen. Even, Fourteen parables? Yeah. Okay, you know, let me Let, me,
1: let, me, help you, let me help you here. <laughs>
0: Man, I, I was he, trying to stick with a good number. I
1: think he taught nine just in Matthew
0: 13. <laughs> <laughs> is wow. it in the 50s?
1: Uh, it's close. Okay, Man, I'm I would closer. say 45 to 50. Okay, some people say 100.
0: How can you get 100? Because I Are think they they're breaking up each.
1: Week? Well, because he tells the same parable oh, okay, different ways. Uh, like you, for, give you. for example, parable of the talents mm-hmm. uh, is one way to tell it. Parable of the minas. Is another way to tell the same parable. So, men is in talents. Okay, so the same. You're parable. You're counting that as one or two. That's one. Okay, that's one. Okay, so but it's told different ways. Right. Okay, so here's what I want you to see: one third of Jesus's teaching was parables. Mm. Okay, and so Jesus is always teaching parables. Now, here's an interesting thing to consider: all of the parables are found in three of the four books of the Gospels. Mm. You will only find parables. All 45, 50 of them are found in Matthew, Mark, Luke. You will find none. In John. In John.
0: Wow. Do you know why that is?
1: Uh, I researched it this week. I don't think I have a good answer to that. Yeah.
0: Do you? Because most of I, I don't, but I, do, I think it's kind of funny that as Baptists, anyway, uh, we typically tell people hey, when you first become a disciple of Christ, when you start to follow Jesus, read the book of John. Yeah. That's interesting, yeah. What, what is the is story behind that? Yeah. You'll did, never hear a single parable the first time you read the Bible. Yeah, and you'll never
1: see many <laughs> Old Testament quotations. Most yeah. of the Old Testament quotations an back and forth. That is an interesting choice. That is interesting. That could be a very Western.
0: Uh, don't, don't get me started on that we rabbit don't get trail it, well, because that Well, we be, need to take a brief break. Yes. And on the other side of this break, we'll get back into these soils. We'll define the soils and talk about how they connect with the disciples' heart. Over the last few decades, American churches have produced plenty of converts, but not as many mature believers. Studies show the majority of Christians don't even understand the basics of faith, but how do you tackle such a big problem? In our book, Replicate, we are trying to help you make disciples. We're trying to help you launch a movement right where you're at. Whether you're a church leader, a layperson, uh, any disciple who's following Jesus, this is a book that's going to be able to help you create a culture of disciple-making, and we are excited about launching this book June 2nd. 2020. You can pre-order now if you want eight videos. Uh, we're going to be begin to record these eight videos that will help you walk through the book, kind of an overview of the content. We're really excited about it launching. This is a copy
1: of almost everything we've ever said on this podcast in our blueprints, yes. in our training, in our cohort, in one resource. Yes. I mean, yes. it's everything. So
0: it, It's, it's going to be great. We're going to talk a lot about it over the coming weeks, and then we've got a super special announcement. Ooh. An, an insane announcement. Insane is a pretty strong word, but That's I'm going to say it, a crazy announcement. Wow, Unbelievable. I feel like I'm selling furniture on a television commercial at this point. Enough. These prices are incredible. Well, get them now. Or <laughs> has they nothing go to do with prices, but it just sounds that way. Okay, good. And we're back talking about the four soils of the disciple's heart. The yes. four soils of the disciple's heart. Yes. Um, we began to talk about what a parable is. Why Jesus talked in parables, spoke in parables, taught in parables. I should yeah. say. And now we want to talk about these four soils uh, as we kind of wrap up and we get to the end of this podcast of how it helps you as a disciple maker and, and Is that individual. a hint
1: that you want to finish this in one
0: part? I don't want to do part 2. I don't want to, I want to get it all done here. We can oh do this. We can we can pack it in. We
1: can, but it's not going to be p- So what powerful. are these four soils? It's not going to be powerful. What
0: are these four? Well,
1: I can't get into four soils cuz <laughs> I, I got to get one more, okay. one more insight. One more insight. One more insight. We can okay. do it. Here's the insight. The insight is you have always studied this parable like I have. Yes. Viewing this as four different conditions of the soils of a heart mm-hmm. of a person, three of which are lost people mm-hmm. who will never bear fruit. Yeah. One of which is a saved person who bears yeah. 16030. That's how we've always yeah, I've always
0: looked, at, looked at, it. at this parable and thought, okay, I'm a sower going yes. out to share the gospel, the word, the seed yeah. as I scatter the seed, some people are going to receive it. And then each soil obviously determines some are going to reject it, some are going to you know, look like they've accepted it, but really the root hasn't gone deep, so on and so forth.
1: Yes, okay, so let me, let me, let me rearrange. Again, the starting point determines everything. I do not believe, again, this is my opinion, but I don't believe the sower is us. Hmm. I don't believe Jesus is telling the disciples, when you go out and sow the seed, this is the hearts. I think Jesus, remember, is coming off the heels of a bunch of religious leaders hearing the message and rejecting it. And now he's going to give them a parable. Now, in most of the parables, guess who the author is of the action? In most of the parables, Jesus tells. The author of the action? Who's the person who is the? Jesus. Most of the God or Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yes, God yeah, or Jesus. Yeah. They are the a- actor who's leading the charge. And mm-hmm. I'll give you a couple of examples. Who is out finding the lost coin? God. Yeah. Who is out finding the lost sheep after the 99 are left behind? Yeah. God. Who is out looking for the lost son who's Father. the prodigal? It's God, God the Father. Right, right. Okay, so, and, and those are just three, and I can give you more. Right. Those are the people, the, the people who are doing the action is, is the person's always God. The sower, I believe, is God. Mm. God's sowing the seed. And the seed is the word of God about the kingdom, Jesus tells us. It's yeah. The, it's the word of Scripture, okay? And what Jesus says is as the word is sown, okay, as he sows the word to the world, the different hearts, or the conditions of disciples. Mm-hmm. you got to understand, this is another wrong interpretation. We are westernizing this parable to think that this is about lost and saved because we cannot unhitch our mind from that way of thinking. Right. We only think in people, are they saved, are they lost? Right. That is not how Jesus' audience thought. Hmm. They are not sitting there thinking, Rabbi, tell me if I'm going to heaven. This is a bit. We can spend. A whole, yeah. We can spend multiple podcasts on this, Rabbi. Tell me if I'm going to make heaven, right, Rabbi? Did I say the prayer right, Rabbi? Did I repeat? Yeah. But Rabbi, did I walk the aisle? Don't you right. have my card that I sent in last week? Right. Didn't we send those names right. to the convention? They never asked that. Yeah, you gotta understand, Jew, Jew, Jewish culture, the Eastern culture was not concerned about he- their their preoccupation was not with heaven at the end of life. They were concerned how to live today. Hmm. They wanted God to work in their life today. They wanted to see fruit today. Mm. And just the whole parable tells us tells us the fruit you're going to produce is not in heaven. Jesus is talking about, are you producing fruit today? Mm -hmm. Right. And and, in fruit today. Okay. Hello. So let's shift our mindset from lost and saved. I think this is about disciples. So if I preach this to my congregation, I'm saying there are four different types of hearts in here today. Right. And you, as a disciple, can be in one of those four. Okay, here's the first one. We're getting there. It's only taking us 15 we're minutes. We're good. We're okay. good. The first one is the uh, hardened heart. Yes. Now, we probably should read the passage. You talking. want me to read the passage in verse don't 18? You, read you want to read it. Verse 19. Read 19. We'll start when 19.
0: anyone hears the word about the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the one sown along the path. And the one sown on rock, uh, and the. Or do you want to stop there? You no, want to keep no, no, uh, uh no. That's good. Want to turn along the path? Right. Okay.
1: So the first. Remember, when Jesus tells a parable, he's painting a picture. Mm-hmm. always remember that. And in your mind, you have to see a picture, not yeah. words. Okay. So Jesus says, "There's a path. You've tried to plant seed before, probably. You've mm-hmm. seen seed planted before. When it hits the road or the path, mm-hmm. it's it's impenetrable. It cannot go. the The road The road is not right. able to receive the seed, okay? So it sits on the top and then it gets snatched away. Mm -hmm. And what he says is the birds come and snatch it away or the evil one snatches it away. Okay. Not the birds, but the evil one. Okay. So here's what happens. That is a hardened heart Mm -hmm. that is not receptive to the gospel. Not receptive to the message. Now, can a Christian have a hardened heart to the things of the gospel? Give you an example. How many people we know who at one time maybe they heard the message, they received the message, but because of longevity as a Christian. Here's what I tell people. From the time that you came to Christ Mm -hmm. to the present moment, the more time that has elapsed, follow Mm -hmm. me here, from the moment you gave your life and surrendered your life to Christ till today, the more time that's elapsed Mm -hmm. equals a greater chance that you can become institutionalized and domesticated as Mm -hmm. a Christian.
0: Yeah, we sit back. Uh, I've talked to my kids about this. We sit back and we kind of think, okay, I've got it down now. This is how I'm supposed to act in these scenarios. Yeah. I don't really respond to the invitation anymore because I'm saved. I don't really you know, do this anymore because I've walked through these steps. I kind of know what the pastor is trying to do. I kind of know what he's getting at. And so we harden ourselves to the, the words of God because we're working through the process of what quote-unquote church is yeah
1: okay i'll give you per example i'm thinking right now Uh, have you ever driven on a long road before home you were kind of half asleep or you drove it along i mean you drive this road all the time you make trips back and forth okay you ever drive anybody in here dylan or or jonathan have you ever driven on a road our brand
0: new fact checker colton
1: colton he's
0: He's checking facts today nice have you driven along a road colton
1: Okay, no, but let me finish the illustration. Oh, sorry. Have you driven along a road, let's say like an hour, two-hour trip, yeah. and when you leave your destination, you I mean, you leave your starting point, when you get to the destination, you look back and say, how did I get here? You ever yeah. been here before? You're, you're like, an autopilot. You're an autopilot. Yeah. You ever been there before? Yes. I used to drive from college that way, which was not good at all, <laughs> in the middle of the night. And I'd get home and I'd say, how did I just get here? Yeah. It was autopilot. I know yeah. I drove a car. Right. I know I stopped at lights. I yeah. know I didn't change
0: lanes. Yeah. How did I get here? My science teacher calls that an engram. Like you become so habitually used to doing something naturally. Oh, that's a good word. Ingram. Ingram. E N G R A M. Ooh. Okay. Let me tell you. We what, need to look that up, Cole. Lo- that is a good lookup. And, and, and by th- the way, we're not going to get through this in one podcast. I, I knew so we not You can slow down if you need to. No, I knew we weren't. were not gonna-
1: I knew we weren't. <laughs> you I knew we then. weren't. I don't think you knew we were. <laughs> I, I knew.
0: I was trying. I was trying my best. <laughs> but I don't
1: think the listeners want to get. No, there. we don't. We, this don't. we need. This is stuff we to. don't want to. This rush. is
0: good. We don't want to rush.
1: You know, we all. I heard someone say discipleship is a. Crock pot recipe, not a microwaveable. I've recipe. heard someone say that, yeah, and I, think, I agree. And I think you said that too. This
0: podcast is not a crock pot podcast. Ooh. Wait, it is a crock pot podcast. It's not a microwaveable. That's right. Podcast. That's
1: right. Okay, let me finish this thought because here's the thing, and <laughs> in Ingram, in Ingram. Okay, it's one thing to drive a car on autopilot from start to finish. It's another thing to lead your life from salvation to death on autopilot. Mm.
0: That is uh, a much worse scenario. Well, they're bo- they're both risky and, they're both and risky. bad. They're both risky. They're both risky. We are not advocating for driving on autopilot. No, we're not. But right. here's unless what you I, have a Tesla, no, but a uh, Tesla
1: maybe or self driving car. But here's what I'm saying: <laughs> the point is, there are some people in this hardened heart scenario mm-hmm. who are on autopilot. Yeah. Jesus Christ has been reduced to a Christian figurine that you've collected and placed on top of a shelf for display in your home. Oh, That's all he easy, is. Easy, Easy. Right. Like church attendance is just a box that is checked in the regimen of your daily life where you come on Sunday, you check a box and you live like you want six days a week. Right. Mm. Like Christian missions and service can become extra credit that nobody ever does. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm talking. I'm talking about how some people can come into the worship experience, mm-hmm. two people side by side. You ever seen this? One person is emotional. They sense the presence of God. Mm-hmm. They're singing maybe. They have a holy hand raised. They have tears in their eyes. They look over to their left, mm-hmm. and they see a guy with hands in his pocket waiting for a bus. Mm. Okay.
0: Same environment. Same, same service. Same God.
1: Same God. Same songs. Right. Same experience. Yeah. Same atmosphere. Two different responses. Now, I'm not saying, now this guy could be a Christian and he just won't sing. But what I'm saying is we've seen people like this, totally unfazed. Totally checked out. Yeah. One person is emotional and passionate and engaged. The other Mm. person is distant, isolated, and cold. Mm. How is that possible? Here's how it's possible. You have a hardened heart. Mm. And we know disciples in our church. We know people in our church who, unfortunately, have gotten there and they don't even know how they got there. And I'll give you an answer at the end of our time at the next thing. Yeah. But there's we a way. To wrap this to, there's up. a way to get back to there, and we'll talk about that. Now, I think the answer, Chris, and I'll, I'll finish with this. Okay. I think the answer to all of these. I'll just kind of give you my cards, put them all on the table. <laughs> I think the answer, and you're listening, you're going to agree. I think the answer to all of these soils is discipleship, mm. because discipleship softens a hardened heart. Yeah. Discipleship helps. Uh, deepen a shallow heart Mm. discipleship helps remove a polluted heart Mm. discipleship prunes a fruitful heart yeah okay so you're going to see that through all of these all of these soils all of these hearts the answer along the way and it's a great message for you to teach and preach and you could take this info and repackage it but i think the answer
0: to the hearts is discipleship Mm. It's a great podcast. we got a lot more to talk about. Three more soils that we haven't touched on that we'll talk about next time in the podcast. Any information on the engram from Colton, our fact checker today? Colton? Uh, is that a word? The only thing I could find is it's a memory trace. <laughs> like, <it's laughs> Not even It's located in the brain. No, it's 100%. I'm looking at like 18 definitions right here. Okay, so so basically we've got to fire the fact checker. Fact Fact checker checker needs some work. This is his first shot. This is his
1: first shot. (laughs) Is he looking on a computer or a cell phone? I think he's got a phone. That's that's probably probably the weakness. That's That's all right.
0: So thank you for checking out the podcast today. As always, if you wouldn't mind rating us and uh, share this podcast with a friend, pick up your phone right now and don't look up information on it. It's hard to find it there if you're a fact checker, but do share with someone else. Uh, Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty. We love it when you guys do that, and that's helpful for the podcast. You have a great time. We'll talk to you next time here on the podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Making Disciples with Robbie Gallaty. If you don't mind, take a moment to subscribe and share the podcast. You can find out more about disciple-making, resources related to disciple-making, and our customized training on our website at replicate.org.